Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 26, 2022. On today's word, I get to share the word of God with you on a daily basis. I've been doing this for over 24 years, and I am extremely thankful and humbled and honored that I get to do it. So right now, I started a new series yesterday entitled God's Grace and Our Faith. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you've probably heard me tell you that everything God does for you, he does it by grace. It is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. It is the favor of God. It is the grace of God. But when I commanded to live by grace, we're commanded to live by faith. And so we provide faith in response to God's grace. So God does everything for us by grace. We do everything in response to that grace by faith. So our faith taps into God's grace and we become the men and women that God has called us to be for such a time as this. So this is God's grace and our faith part two. The title of today's message is Faith Works by Love. Get ready for the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. Yesterday, I shared a message about falling from grace, and I hope that you got that message. If you didn't watch today's mess, uh, yesterday's message, you should go back and watch that. Falling from grace. I hope I helped uh, demystify that, that statement for you, that the only way to fall from God's grace is to fall over into human effort or human performance. So yesterday, we looked at John chapter 1, verse 17, uh, John chapter 1, verses 14 and 17, and then at the beginning of Galatians chapter 5. Today, we're going to go back to John 1, 14, 17, and then we're going to look at Galatians 5 and 6. So the Bible says in John chapter 1 and 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Now, we were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Verse 17 says, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 5 and 6 says, for in Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision. But the only thing that matters now is faith, and faith works by love. The only thing that matters now is faith. I've taught on this before, but it's worth repeating. Faith works by love. Let's talk about it. After teaching four chapters, the Apostle Paul is writing to the believers in Galatia, who were Jewish converts to Christianity, uh, the majority of them, and who were now born again free, but then they were trying to dibble and dabble in the law. And he shares with them four chapters about the grace of God and the law which came by Moses and the grace which came through Jesus. He teaches all this stuff. He teaches about circumcision and how he was vehemently against you trying to get circumcised now because you were not raised as a Jew. And he was like, no, if you do that, you're putting an emphasis on human performance or human effort or works. And you're trying to be justified by works instead of being justified by faith and God's grace. And so he really beat them up about it. And after saying all of that, he says, okay, now let me clarify this thing. <laughs> There's some Gentile believers out here that are trying to, you know, cut uh, their, their, their reproductive organ. Uh, and, and they think that they're being right with God that way. That's ridiculous. Paul tells us that once we're born again in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision, 
nor uncircumcision means anything. I mean, like, it's not about that. In other words, he was saying ceremonial laws should no longer be your focus. Human effort, performance-based religion should no longer be your focus. If you're born again, then, then there's a new covenant that Jesus ushered us into. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now we're New Testament, New Covenant believers. Now, if you're born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul tells us that our focus now should not be performance-based religion. It should just be the life of faith. And he says that faith works by love. So let's talk about it. What does this mean for you today? I have, I think, nine things, eight or nine things to share with you in this morning. As I get through these, uh, the quick nuggets, boom, boom, boom. I'm going to share them with you. I want you to open up your heart to receive. And this, under, what I'm teaching this morning is foundational. Like you really got to get this. You ready? Here we go. Number one, understanding how faith or understanding faith and how it works is critical to our walk with God because just about everything we do towards God, we do it in faith. I told you God does everything for us by grace. We do everything in response to God's grace by faith. Let me give you an example. I'll just give you a few examples. When we first came to God, and we were born again. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9 teaches us that we are saved by God's grace, his unmerited favor, the unearned grace of God, but it was through faith. So yet, God provided salvation by grace, but we took lay hold of it. We received Jesus as our Lord. We were born again. We repented of sin and accepted Jesus as Lord. How? With our faith. How did we lay hold of the grace? We were born again by grace, but how did we grab it? How do we lay hold of it? With our faith. So we're saved by grace and, and basically it's through faith. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, the Bible teaches us that we walk by faith and not by sight. So not only are we saved by faith, but then we walk by faith uh, and not by sight. In Habakkuk 2 and 4, Romans 1 and 17, Galatians 3 and 11, Hebrews 10 and 38, that's four places in the Bible. The Bible says, the just shall live by faith. Habakkuk 2 and 4 goes further to explain that the just shall live by his faith. And so I have to live by my faith. I can't live by my parents' faith. I can't live off my grandmama's faith. I am the just and I have to live by my own faith. So I'm saved by faith. I walk by faith. I live by faith. James 5 and 15 says that we can pray the prayer of faith and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. So then I pray by faith. 1 Timothy 6 and 12 says that I'm, all, I'm supposed to fight the good fight of faith. So I'm saved by faith. I walk by faith. I live by faith. I pray by faith. I fight by faith. And then 1 John 5 and 4 says that we are whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. What is it? Even our faith. So I'm saved by faith, walk by faith, live by faith, pray by faith, fight by faith, overcome the world by faith. So everything I do as a believer, I'm supposed to do it by faith. God does everything for me by grace, but I do everything in response to God's grace by faith. And so if I don't understand faith, it's going to be hard for me to walk with God because I'm supposed to do everything by faith. And the apostle Paul, Paul tells us this morning that faith works by love. And so, so not only do I need to get an understanding or a, re a revelation, a functional understanding of faith, but I also need to embrace the love of God because faith works by love. Let's talk about it. Number two, as New Testament, born again believers, spirit-filled believers, the apostle Paul is making it clear 
that ceremonial laws or rules or performance-based religion should no longer be our focus. We are not made right with God by our performance. We are not made right with God because of some ceremonial laws or rules or anything like that. We're just not made right with God by that. We are only made right with God by faith, by our faith in the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we're not living under performance-based religion. We're living by faith and by faith that is rooted and grounded in God's grace and his love. So if you don't understand this, then your walk with God may be performance. Matter of fact, I said, if you don't understand it, maybe some people do understand what I'm saying, but you don't believe it. Maybe maybe some people do understand what I'm saying, but you're like, but, but Rick, hold on. I just can't stop thinking about the rules. I just, I was raised in Sunday school and they drove into me the Ten Commandments and they drove into me performance-based religion. And, and I was raised going to a church where it was all about rituals and rites and routines. So I hear what you're saying and you're even showing me scripture after scripture after scripture, but I'm gonna be honest with you, Rick. It's hard for my mind to stop thinking about me having to perform, to be right. Like I, I just kind of feel like in my heart, like I, I have to do right to be right. <laughs> okay, I got you. And if that's you, I appreciate you being honest, but you need to change. Like, like you can't, if your life is about, I got to be, be right to do right, and I mean, or do right to be right, then you're living under performance-based religion. You're not living faith-based or grace-based. You're living performance-based. And Jesus delivered us from that. And, and so I'll keep going and I'll keep driving home this point. And I pray that, that you get delivered from it. And the reason why it's, it's critical to be delivered from it, because without you really understanding it or knowing it, your performance is holding you back. The reason why God doesn't want your faith or your expectation to be tied to your performance is because what he wants to do in your life, it will always exceed your ability to perform. Let me keep going. Number three, the focus of the born again believer now, New Testament, born again believer, filled with the Holy Spirit, is to pursue whatever the Holy Spirit leads us to do and to pursue it by faith, knowing that God has ordained it for us by grace. Grace is free and unearned. And then to maintain our, our love walk with God and man. So let me, let me say that again. Let me slow it down for the people in the back. If you're born again, now your focus should be, hey, I'm going to be led of the Holy Spirit. Whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to do, I'm going to attempt to do it by faith believing that God ordained for me to have it from the foundations of the world, because that's why he revealed it to me. And he ordained for me to have it by grace because he actually ordained for me to have it before I ever performed. And so he ordained for me to have it by grace. And I believe that he loves me. And so he wants me to do it just because he loves me. He wants to bless me because he wants to bless me because he's good, not because I'm good. And so now I'm going to respond to this love. I'm going to respond to this grace with my faith. And, and it's not going to be based on my performance. So even if I do make mistakes along the way, I'm going to be quick to repent and move on because my faith is rooted and grounded in God's grace and his love and not my performance. You got it? Let me keep going. I'm building on this, right? Number four, faith is not about you telling God what to do because you can't. Believe me, you can't. Uh, faith is not about, and listen, this is the way I used to live. So I'm, I'm just being... I'm not going to talk about nobody else. I'll talk about me. The way I was taught initially in, in, in you know, the, this word of faith that we preach 
is that I would stand on the scripture. I would grab a scripture. I would decree and I would declare. I would repeat the scripture over and over again. I'm command, and I would command my morning and I would command God, right? And now that I look back on that, that seems crazy to me because how can I command God? I mean, God is God. I mean, who am I to tell God what to do? Faith is not about you trying to tell God what to do because you can't. Faith is not about you trying to grab a scripture and just like command God to do it. Glory to God. Like, like God is your servant and he's at your beck and call. No, God is not your servant. He's your Lord. So, so it's not. So anyway, my understanding, I'm not talking about nobody else. My understanding of faith was, was, was warped a little bit when I lived that way. So faith is not about me commanding God. Faith is not about me trying to convince God. Faith is what happens when God convinces me. Faith is what happens when God persuades me. Faith is what happens when I am fully persuaded. I'm not trying to persuade God. I'm fully persuaded of God. So faith is about submitting to and agreeing with the will of God. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So God gave me his word. God gave me his spirit so that I can know his will. And so as I'm led by his word, as I'm led by his spirit, and he teaches me his will for my life. As he revealed these things to me, now I can believe and I can receive those things. And I am releasing my faith because I believe he's already provided grace. And it's not about external rules. And it's not about my performance. And the life of faith is not about me trying to like comply with this or comply with that. The life of faith is really just me being led by the Holy Spirit to operate in whatever level, realm, sphere, a manner that the Holy Spirit leads me to operate in and whatever he leads me to do, I'm ready to do it because he has convinced me that it is his will. And so faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where there is no grace, there can be no faith. And so I'm providing faith only because I believe God has already provided grace. I'm providing faith only because I believe that it's already the will of God. I'm not trying to convince God. No, 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 no. He convinced me. He convinced me that this is what he wants to do in my life. And so now I'm living by faith and my faith is rooted and grounded in God's grace and his love towards me, not my performance. You got it? I'll I'll keep building. I got to keep building. I'm building my case. Number five, living by faith is about dying to self daily. It's not about you or your selfish desires. It's about dying to self daily about submitting your will to God's will, about accepting whatever God wants to do in, with, and through your life. It's, it's about accepting his will. Not, not, not trying to get, I'm not trying to get God to do what I want. I'm not trying to get God to put a yes on my plans. God is actually trying to get me to put a yes on his plans. <laughs> and so, so it's not about me trying to make God do anything. It's about me accepting what God has already done, knowing that it was ordained from the foundations of the world. And so if I die to self, I yield to God. I'm led by the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that whatever he's revealing to me, he ordained to do in my life from the foundations of the world. Now, all I do is I seek by faith what he's already provided by grace. And the church said, amen. Say amen to that. All right. Number six, if you don't acknowledge and embrace the love of God towards you, your faith is not going to work. And the reason why your faith is not going to work is because you will inevitably make a mistake. Let me explain. This is really the key. I said it a minute ago. I'm going to say it again a different way so you can get it. This is really why God doesn't want you to live performance-based. Because if you live performance-based and you will make mistakes, inevitably you're going to make a mistake because you're human and you're flawed. 
And so if your faith is based on your performance and you make a mistake and your performance doesn't measure up, then you're going to stop believing. So let me explain it this way. You are human. You are flawed. You are not perfect. You got that? Can you agree with that? Say amen to that. All right. So if your walk with God is performance-based, your walk is going to be shaky at best because your performance will never be perfect. So when you make a mistake, and you will make mistakes. So when you make a mistake, Satan is going to come in. Now, let's say you believe in God. You come, you and your wife, you say, babe, this is what we believe that God has called us to do for 2022. And you guys come together, you take communion over it. You, you pray with your children over it. You put it on a vision board. You've been praying for it. And you guys are so excited about what you believe God spoke to you for 2022. However, if you're trying to walk with God by faith in a performance-based mindset, then here's the problem. Eventually, you're going to make a mistake. You're going to, some girl's going to get on your nerves, your last nerve at work, and you done cussed her out or something like that. Stuff came out of you that hasn't come out of you in years. You made a mistake. You flawed. You sinned. You, you went wayward. You, or whatever. You did something wrong because you're human and you're flawed. And so when you do that, Satan will come immediately and say, you see, guess what? What? You, you have disqualified yourself. And if you believe that, and if you're living performance space, you're going to believe it. And you're going to feel like now you have disqualified yourself from what God said. Look at me. Come here for a minute. Let me tell you something. Don't tell nobody. How can you disqualify yourself from something you never qualified for in the first place? When Satan comes in and says, oh, you messed up now. You're not worthy because you did this. Can I tell you something? You were not worthy before you did it. God is not trying to bless you because of your performance. God is trying to bless you because God is good and he ordained for, for you to walk in, in this divine realm of grace before the foundations of the world. And so if you live performance-based, what's going to happen is if you're living performance-based, as soon as you make a mistake, then now the devil is going to get you into, over into guilt and shame and condemnation. And so now you're going to stop believing God because you feel like you messed up and you disqualified yourself from something you never qualified, qualified for in the first place. And so now, here at the end of the day, you, if you live that way, you, you, you will never maximize your purpose and potential. But, but if you understand that my, my life is not performance-based, my life is grace-based, and although I made a mistake, I'm going to be quick to repent, I'm going to forgive myself, and I'm going to keep going because I understand this. What, what is it, Rick? I understand that God knew I was going to make the mistake before I made the mistake, and he gave me the promise anyway. God knew I was going to make the mistake before I, make, I made the mistake, and he still called me to do it from the foundations of the world. So my life and my walk and my faith is, is grace-based, and it's, it's rooted and grounded on the fact that it's God's grace and his love towards me. And so now that my faith is fueled by God's love, if my faith is based on his grace and not my performance, then my faith is going to be strong. Faith works by love. Now, your faith will never be strong if your faith is based on your performance. Number seven, your faith will be strong when you are convinced that God loves you and that he wants to use you because he wants to use you because of his grace, not because you're good. If you bring over a performance-based mindset, Listen, if you bring over a performance-based mindset, Old Testament, performance-based mindset, if you bring that over to the new covenant, 
that if you're bringing over this performance-based mindset, this religious mindset to the life of faith is not going to work because every time your performance doesn't measure up, then you will mentally disqualify yourself and disengage your faith. Let me say that again. If you bring over a performance-based mindset, religious mindset to the New Testament, then your faith is not going to work because every time your performance does not measure up, you're going to mentally disqualify yourself and disengage your faith. It's like you're going to take your faith from the on position to the off position. You will no longer be in faith because now you're thinking, oh man, I messed up. And now God is not going to give it to me because I messed up as if God needed you to perform in the first place. God never said, I'm going to do this just because if you do all these things right. Now you say, well, hold on, Rick. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Doesn't the Bible says, say yet, if you keep my commandments, if you obey all my teaching. If you do this and that, then I will bless you. Yeah, the Bible says that. You know where? Under the old covenant. That's why you can't bring the old covenant mindset over to the new covenant. You're right. Well, yeah, the Bible does say when we say blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going out, blessed coming in, I shall be the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath, the lender, not the borrower, all of that stuff. Yeah, but that was if you did this and did this and did this and did that. That's old covenant. Under the new covenant, there's no if. Under the new covenant, I'm going to bless you because I'm going to bless you because I'm good. And so you can't bring this performance-based mindset over. Number eight, this is the last point for today. I have a lot more to say about this, so I'm just, I'll keep going tomorrow. Number eight, if you attempt to live by faith without embracing the love of God and the grace of God in your heart, you're trying to live by faith with your head. What you're really doing is more mental assent, mental assent than actually living by faith. People that live this way, they spend a lot of time, like, you know, going through, like, let me pray for this and pray for that. Matter of fact, and another thing, people that live this way, they have long prayers, <laughs> like super duper long prayers. Hey, can you pray for me? And they go through all of these elaborate words and all that. You know why? Because they, they even performing in their prayer. Like they, like, they don't even understand it, but they even performing in their prayer. They, they Their prayer is a performance. And so... People that live this way, they're doing a bunch of scriptures. Oh man, I got to get up in the morning. I got to pray for an hour and I got to pray for an hour in the Holy Ghost. I got to do this. Then I got to do my confessions. I got to do my scriptures. I got to do this. I got to do that. Mm, because if I don't do, you know, I got to do all this before I go to work. I got to be right. And I got to, yeah, that's cool. I, I guess if that's how you want to live, go ahead. But I'm saying you're trying to, this is mental ascent. You're trying to do all of this with your head and not with your heart. Faith works when you're just led by the Holy Spirit to do whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do. And when he leads you to do it, you know that you can do it because his instruction is always equal to his injection. If he, if he called you to do it, he's equipped you to do it. And now you just do it. And you do it because you know God loves you. And you do it because you believe it's God's will. And you do it because you believe that you're not you're receiving what God has already decreed and declared from the foundations of the world. And you're not trying to work for it. And you're not trying to earn it. And you're not trying to perform. You're just walking with God. We are the just. And the just shall live by faith. Oh my God, I'm teaching better than you're saying amen in the chat. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna stop here. I have a lot more to say about this. We'll continue tomorrow. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your love, your grace, and my requirement to live by faith. I am a New Testament born again spirit-filled believer. I don't live my life 
focused on ceremonial laws, which can never bring about internal change. The focus of my life now is to be led by your Holy Spirit every day, in every way. As he speaks to me, he reveals your will to me. As I hear, I say. As I see, I do. As you lead, I go. And I do all of this because I'm convinced that you love me. You love me and I know it. So I believe the love you have for me. Your love is an everlasting love. I enter this day with fearless confidence, knowing that you love me, that you want to use me for your glory, and that you want to bless me by grace, not by performance. So I am the just. I walk and live by faith. And my faith is rooted and grounded in your love and your grace. Therefore, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. This is one of those messages you might need to listen to again. If you're not getting my notes and you want my notes, you should get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to be able to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. All right, do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. I like to read those. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And let me just say this once again. Uh, if you enjoy this content, uh, Isabella and I, the Lord led us to, to start sharing more content, like private content, in our Discord. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pena. Check that out if you're led to do it. Uh, and then you can partner with us there. And then we're, we're providing content on a daily basis that's not going to show up on social media. And so let's get ready for this day. Go, go into this day knowing that God loves you and that God wants to bless you by grace. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Oh,